Hello, hello, hello. I am so honored that you're taking time out of today to listen to today's episode. Today's episode is three grounding activities that you can do basically from anywhere without anyone knowing that you're doing them. So no one needs to even know that you're overwhelmed or feeling anxious to begin with and that you need to be grounded. You can just do these activities, whether you're in the grocery store, in the car, at a party, at a get together, wherever you can do these. And they have really served me. And I just hope that they can be as helpful for you as they have been for me. Hello, welcome to Wildly Capable with Marika. I am your host, Marika. I am a mama, a mompreneur creations VA, and a mental health advocate. Honestly, when I record these podcast episodes, I imagine us sitting together, chatting on my couch like we are good friends. This podcast will include tangible tools, mindset shifts, and techniques that you can use in your life and in your business. My dream for this podcast is to share my journey, to encourage you to start showing up for yourself, to remind you that you are not alone in this journey, and to remind you, most importantly, that you are wildly capable of anything that you set your mind to. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here, and I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. So let's jump right in. So the first one, and this is my go-to, I've taught my daughter this one. We do this one often. I use it every single time I'm in the grocery store, is five, four, three, two, one senses. So you start with five things you can see, then four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Now, I like to get really creative with this one and with my daughter. Sometimes we do right in the moment. What can I see in the grocery store right now? What can I see in the car right now? And go through all the five things I can see, four things I can feel, three things I can hear, two things I can smell, and one thing I can taste but you also can be really creative and use your imagination. You could pretend you're on the beach. What are five things you could see right now if you were sitting on the beach, soaking up the sun? What are four things you would feel? What are three things that you would maybe hear? What are two things that you would smell? And what is one thing you would taste if you're sitting on the beach, enjoying the ocean view? And you can get creative. I love to think about either me being in Holland or me being in the mountains. My daughter loves to pretend that she is either in a unicorn rainbow land or that she is in Minecraft or Mario. And then we'll do the same thing. What kind of things would you see? What kind of things would you feel? What kind of things would you hear? What kind of things would you smell? And what kind of things would you taste? I do the grounding activities with my daughter when she's very like emotional or upset about something, or if she's really angry, it just helps to close that prefrontal cortex and just really focus on being grounded and not let our emotions overwhelm us. The second thing that I like to do is deep breaths. And you can look on the internet, there is a million and 10 different ways to take deep breaths. The way that I like to do it is I count for four while I'm breathing in, I hold it for four, and then I breathe it out for five, and I make sure that it's really going into my belly and not just into like shallow breathing, but really into my belly. And one thing that I do when I'm practicing this, now I don't do this if I'm at the grocery store, but if I'm practicing making sure that I'm really taking deep breaths, I will hold my hands on my belly and have my fingers touching and then my palms going out 
And then as I deep breathe in, I want to create space in between my fingers. And then as I breathe out, I want to bring my fingers back together again. It's just a really good visual for me and for a lot of the people that I've worked with in the past to be able to make sure that you're really taking those deep breaths and not those shallow breaths. So again, I will do... Now that was a really quick version of it, but I will count to four. Sometimes I even use my fingers and that's how I count as, an, again, another visual. Something that I do when I am at home or if I'm with people that I'm really comfortable with, when I am breathing out, I will be very loud. So instead of, you know, trying at the grocery store, I'm really quiet with my deep breaths because I don't want everyone to know I'm doing it. But at home, I will often sigh really loud or I will just let whatever energy needs to come out or whatever noise needs to come out. It just comes out. And my daughter is now used to it. We both do it all the time. So if she sighs, it's no longer, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's, oh, you're taking a deep breath. I'm really proud of you for taking a deep breath right now. You must have been feeling overwhelmed. And sometimes I take deep breaths when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Other times I just take them just to soak in the moment and just to really take a minute to be present in the moment. Now, the third thing that I like to do is I like, I'm a math person. I like to count. So I will think, you know, say I'm in the grocery store and I'm in checkout because that's where my anxiety gets the highest. And I feel like it's just starting to spiral. Then I'll say, okay, how many yellow things can I count right now? And I'll start counting. And how many, you know, if I was outside and I was feeling anxious, how many trees can I count right now? And I just start counting. And once I'm done all the yellow things, then I'll go into blue things or green things or whatever color. And I will almost make it a challenge for myself to find more of the second, third, fourth, fifth item than I did the first. So say when I find yellow, I find 25 things of yellow, then maybe not that many. Okay. Maybe say I found 10 yellow things. Then when I went on to blue, I'd be like, ah, I need to find 11. And then it makes it more of a game. And then I'm lost from my anxious spiral and I'm focused on playing this game. Again, another one I've taught my daughter, we will do it together. And she doesn't even know that it's for calming myself down or for calming herself down. It's just a game we play. Um, and the third one, which is one of my favorites is something that I actually do at home. And I can't do it at home because it involves ice cubes. And I get really overwhelmed sometimes at home. I think we all do, especially with the way the world is right now. It's really easy to become overwhelmed. So I will grab an ice cube and I will either hold it in my hand and let it melt or I will run it across my forearm and I will just observe what kind of feeling do I feel? What kind, what do I notice about the ice cube? How is it melting differently than the time before? How does it feel? Does it burn at first? Oh, does that burning go away? Like I just really get involved with thinking about that ice cube and that ice cube only. Um, and then once it's melted, I rinse my arm. Sometimes it's really cold. So I only do it for a little bit of time. Sometimes I have to do it the whole time. And while I'm doing it, because it's cold, just like a cold shower, which I often do again to ground myself. Um, you have to really focus on your deep breaths because otherwise you just want to rip it off right away. You want to rip that ice cube, throw it in the sink. You don't want to hold on to it because it's so cold. But when you're taking those deep breaths and you're really being mindful of focusing on what's happening, then you're not you're not able to let your anxiety keep spiraling or you're over, you're 
you're not able to focus on being overwhelmed anymore. You're so focused on something else. And that's what these four activities really do for me is it just takes me out of that spiral. And I know for a lot of people, it's when we get in that anxious spiral, it is really hard sometimes to get out of that anxious spiral. I know I used to live every single life completely controlled or every single day, not every single life, felt like a whole life, 15 years of my life, every single day being controlled by anxiety and depression and negative thoughts and overwhelm and spiral after spiral of just anxious thoughts and worry and stress. And now that I have these activities, I wish I could have told past self about these activities. so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that it was helpful to you and that you are able to use some of what I talked about in your life. It would mean the world to me if you shared this episode with a friend or even better, shared it on your Instagram and tagged me at wildlycapableyou. I would love if you reached out to me on Instagram and shared what you thought about this episode. And as always, remember, you are wildly capable of anything your heart desires. Mm-hmm.